You're listening to Meditating the Word, and we're reading the Bible in a year using the Blue Letter Bible one-year chronological plan. We'll read the entire Bible this year in the order the events actually occurred chronologically. The translation I'm using is the World English Bible, but feel free to follow along in your favorite translation. You can download a copy of the reading plan from blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. That way you'll get a notification each time a new episode is released. This is Day 25. Today we'll be reading Genesis chapters 38 through 40. The Book of Genesis, Chapter 38 At that time Judah went down from his brothers and visited a certain Adulamite, whose name was Hira. There Judah saw the daughter of a certain Canaanite man named Shua. He took her and went into her. She conceived and bore a son, and he named him Er. She conceived again and bore a son, and she named him Onan. She yet again bore a son and named him Shelah. He was at Chezib when she bore him. Judah took a wife for Er his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. Er, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the Lord's sight, so the Lord killed him. Judah said to Onan, Go into your brother's wife and perform the duty of a husband's brother to her, and raise up offspring for your brother. Onan knew the offspring wouldn't be his, and when he went in to his brother's wife, he spilled his semen on the ground, lest he should give offspring to his brother. The thing which he did was evil in the Lord's sight, and he killed him also. Then Judah said to Tamar his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow in your father's house until Shelah my son is grown up, for, he said, lest he also die like his brother's. Tamar went and lived in her father's house. After many days, Shua's daughter, the wife of Judah, died. Judah was comforted and went up to his sheep shearers to Timnah, he and his friend Hira, the Adulamite. Tamar was told, Behold, your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to shear his sheep. She took off the garments of her widowhood and covered herself with her veil and wrapped herself and sat in the gate of Inaim, which is on the way to Timnah. For she saw that Shelah was grown up, and she wasn't given to him as a wife. When Judah saw her, he thought that she was a prostitute, for she had covered her face. He turned to her by the way and said, Please come, let me come in to you. For he didn't know that she was his daughter-in-law. She said, What will you give me that you may come in to me? He said, I will give you a young goat from the flock. She said, Will you give me a pledge until you send it? He said, What pledge will I give you? She said, Your signet and your cord and your staff that is in your hand. He gave them to her and came in to her, and she conceived by him. She arose and went away and put off her veil from her and put on the garments of her widowhood. Judah sent the young goat by the hand of his friend the Adulamite to receive the pledge from the woman's hand, but he didn't find her. Then he asked the men of her place, saying, Where is the prostitute that was at Inaim by the road? 
They said, There has been no prostitute here. He returned to Judah and said, I haven't found her. And also the men of the place said, There has been no prostitute here. Judah said, Let her keep it, lest we be shamed. Behold, I sent this young goat, and you haven't found her. About three months later, Judah was told, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has played the prostitute. Moreover, behold, she is with child by prostitution. Judah said, Bring her out and let her be burned. When she was brought out, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, I am with child by the man who owns these. She also said, Please discern whose these are, the signet, the cords, and the staff. Judah acknowledged them and said, She is more righteous than I, because I did not give her to Shelah, my son. He knew her again no more. In the time of her travail, behold, twins were in her womb. When she travailed, one put out a hand, and the midwife took and tied a scarlet thread on his hand, saying, This came out first. As he drew back his hand, behold, his brother came out. And she said, Why have you made a breach for yourself? Therefore his name was called Perez. Afterward his brother came out, who had the scarlet thread on his hand, and his name was called Zerah. Chapter 39 Joseph was brought down to Egypt. Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the hand of the Ishmaelites that had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. His master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did prosper in his hand. Joseph found favor in his sight. He ministered to him, and Potiphar made him overseer over his house, and all that he had he put into his hand. From the time he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The Lord's blessing was on all that he had in the house and in the field. He left all that he had in Joseph's hand. He didn't concern himself with anything except for the food which he ate. Joseph was well-built and handsome. After these things, his master's wife set her eyes on Joseph, and she said, lie with me. But he refused, and said to his master's wife, Behold, my master doesn't know what is with me in the house, and he has put all that he has into my hand. No one is greater in this house than I am, and he has not kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? As she spoke to Joseph day by day, he didn't listen to her, to lie by her or to be with her. About this time, he went into the house to do his work, and there were none of the men of the house inside. She caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. He left his garment in her hand and ran outside. When she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had run outside, she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, Behold, he has brought a Hebrew in to us to mock us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. When he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment by me and ran outside. She laid up his garment by her until his master came home. She spoke to him concerning these words, saying, 
the Hebrew servant whom you have brought to us, came in to me to mock me, and as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment by me and ran outside. When the master heard the words of his wife, which she spoke to him, saying, This is what your servant did to me, his wrath was kindled. Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were bound, and he was there in custody. But the Lord was with Joseph, and showed kindness to him, and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. The keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, he was responsible for it. The keeper of the prison didn't look after anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it prosper. Chapter 40 After these things the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker offended their lord, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the cupbearer and the chief baker. He put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, into the prison, the place where Joseph was bound. The captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, and he took care of them. They stayed in prison many days. They both dreamed a dream, each man his dream in one night, each man according to the interpretation of his dream, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were bound in the prison. Joseph came in to them in the morning and saw them, and saw that they were sad. He asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in custody in his master's house, saying, Why do you look so sad today? They said to him, We have dreamed a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. Joseph said to them, Don't interpretations belong to God? Please tell it to me. The chief cupbearer told his dream to Joseph and said to him, In my dream, behold, a vine was in front of me, and in the vine were three branches. It was as though it budded, it blossomed, and its clusters produced ripe grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. Joseph said to him, This is the interpretation. The three branches are three days. Within three more days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office. You will give Pharaoh's cup into his hand the way you did when you were his cupbearer. But remember me when it is well with you. Please show kindness to me and make mention of me to Pharaoh and bring me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews, and here also I have done nothing that they should put me into the dungeon. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said to Joseph, I also was in my dream, and behold, three baskets of white bread were on my head. In the uppermost basket there were all kinds of baked food for Pharaoh, and the birds ate them out of the basket on my head. Joseph answered, This is its interpretation. The three baskets are three days. Within three more days, Pharaoh will lift up your head from off you, and will hang you on a tree, and the birds will eat your flesh from off you. On the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, he made a feast for all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position again, and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. 
but he hanged the chief baker, as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief cupbearer didn't remember Joseph, but forgot him. Father God, we love your word. Thank you for having the account of Joseph's life preserved and written for us. It is such an encouragement, Father, to know that no matter what the circumstances, no matter where we find ourselves in life, you are there with your favor and blessing. Joseph revered you and remained in your presence, and you blessed him, even when he was mistreated sold into slavery, falsely accused, thrown into prison. You blessed him in every circumstance and made him prosper. Help us to remain in your presence, Father, like Joseph, and dedicate everything we do to you. Amen. Please join us in our Facebook community and share your thoughts about today's reading. You'll find a link in the notes. And again, thank you for joining me as we read the Bible in a year. I can't wait to see you tomorrow as we continue our journey. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.